Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Onyx Test Bench. I am Christian, and I am joined, as always, and for the final time this season, Ooh. by the real Jennifer Upton. Jen, how are you today? I am doing so well. How are you? Well, you know, Jen, I am fantastic. Excellent. And I am thrilled to reflect a little bit mm-hmm. on what we've done this season and uh, talk about some things we're going to be doing next season. And yes. just kind of reiterate on a few things. I'm and, so excited. And all. So um, what... Are we talking about today? We're talking about what was this season about? What was the season about? You know, we hit a lot of things. This is episode 18 mm-hmm. of this season. So clearly we talked about 17-ish things. We covered some serious ground this season. I think so. Yeah. But there were definitely certain themes mm-hmm. that kept coming up. Kind of really what's going on in technology in general throughout the year. Sure. Yeah, yeah. We're hitting kind of a lot of things. We yeah. talked about... Uh, TVs and technology mm-hmm. that's in TVs now. We talked about Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. We talked about, you know, a lot of home automation stuff yeah. and all because, I mean, really, we're on theaters. We do a lot of home automation. It yeah. makes sense that that's what we come back to. Um, but if I was to say what was the one kind of overarching theme mm-hmm. that we talked about this season, it would be the shift in home automation yeah, and kind of the direction things are going. Pretty drastic this year. Yeah. So for a long time, home automation has been you have a you have like a home automation professional come in your house Mm -hmm. and they install a bunch of stuff and then you have like a a, a kind of a large complex system Mm -hmm. that ties all your stuff together and you can do things with it right and and a lot of times it was very fully featured Mm -hmm. you could do a lot of stuff like Mm -hmm. a lot of very complex automation programming yes um and what we have found at onyx staters over the last 10 years is that not a lot of that really has a place in your home. Tell me more. So you think that, you know what? Every morning at 6 a.m. I get up mm-hmm. and I want my bathroom, my closet lights to come on mm-hmm. to 10% and I want music to start. And then 15 minutes later, I want the kitchen lights to come on and I want the music from the bathroom to go on in there. Mm-hmm. That seems simple enough. Definitely. Right? It seems yes. like, oh, it goes away, you know? Mm-hmm. But then it's like, what happens on Memorial Day? Yeah. Are you up at six? I hope not. Well, and like the whole time you're on vacation, mm-hmm. your lights are coming on mm-hmm. and going off. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe because your house lives looks lived in mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. But every time that I do some programming where it's like that and you're like, oh, and then at seven o'clock, I want my living room TV to come on. I want it to come on to channel four. Yeah. And then at eight o'clock, I want it to all turn off because mm-hmm. I'm gone by then. Which is so cool. If that's your absolute everyday, every day, that's... That is a really neat feature. It is, it is really cool, but we are not robots. We are not robots. And we do not follow the same schedule all no. the time. And every single time that I do something like that, I mm-hmm. get a phone call eventually mm-hmm. that says, hey. Hey, remember that thing we did? Yeah, can we turn that off? Yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of forever. It just seems like it has an expiration date. Yeah, no. And it's like, you know, Christian, I'm always watching the news and it's always turning off on mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do you want me to push it back? No, just turn it off. Just turn it off. I'll, I'll yeah. turn it off myself. I'll turn it on myself. I'll turn those lights off myself when I leave. I'll do it because we're not robots. We're not robots. We don't do the same thing every single day. Yeah. So So what do you think that is? I mean, I've, the, the home automation side is critically important mm-hmm. and brings so much value to my life. But I think you're right. I think that daily routine looks different every day. Yeah. So really, you just need almost even, even more control. You there's. I feel like there's a balance. Mm-hmm. And there's a balance between like how much your system needs to do. Mm-hmm. Your system 
does it need to be able to whenever you uh, disarm your security system, it st- it turns on your TV to a particular channel? Probably like, not. But when I disarm the security system after six o'clock, I want it to light a path to the kitchen. For sure. Yeah. I mean, that's that's something that is. Every single day. I would want that every day if I'm coming home. It's being triggered off of you disarming yeah. the security system. Yeah. It is all the time. So like, really, if you don't come home, it doesn't happen. Yeah, that's if You're fine. on vacation. Mm-hmm. It doesn't occur. Mm-hmm. And that's all. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but like at once upon a time, it was like, oh, well, you want to be able to, whenever you do this, you want your garage doors to close and you want your hot tub to turn on mm-hmm. to this temperature and you want all these things, all that. But really, we all just want what we would have done anyway. Yeah. Walk into a room, turn on a light. Mm-hmm. Which is totally possible these yeah. days. You just want it to happen like automatically. Like all of the all of the really just complicated home automation pro- programming that we all really thought that we wanted. Mm-hmm. That's not what we wanted. No. We want our thermostat to run on a schedule. Yes. Occasionally Jen wants to be able to whisper to it and have it change around, <laughs> That's right? right. Um, <laughs> we want whenever we uh, like I have I've has a thing on where every time I turn off my TV in my living room, mm-hmm. my two lamps on either side of my bed mm-hmm. turn on. Oh, that's nice. Because that's where I'm headed. Yeah, at night. that's where you're going. Yeah, and it only yeah. happens if I turn off the TV after like eight o'clock at uh-huh. night or something like that. Oh, that is and nice. That's been running in my house for ten years mm-hmm. and has literally never been an issue one time. It's always been great. Yeah, and like that kind of really simple. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the very next thing that I would do after I do this? Oh, I want that to happen automatically. Yeah, that's fine. You just having these giant macros of things that occur mm-hmm. over the course of the next two or three hours based on what I did here. Yeah, they just tend to get away from you. Interesting. Yeah. So the that simplicity in the home automation programming mm-hmm. makes it to where platforms like, you know, HomeKit and Alexa mm-hmm. and Google mm-hmm. Assistant and all those kinds of things, like how they can work now. Yeah. Yeah. They have a place in your home. Yeah. They have progressed enough that they've kind of fallen to that sweet spot mm-hmm. where it's like, it's really an option now Yeah, to be able to do stuff like that. So uh, we talked about that shift in home automation from the old way, which mm-hmm. we just talked about. To the new way. Mm-hmm. And what is the new way that we've talked about a whole bunch? Um, it is, it's it's like a combination of you've got a pro installer who's mm-hmm. going to come in, probably going to hang your TVs, probably going to do your network. If you've got like a big house, you need yeah. you need network help. Yes. Like you're not going to go to Best Buy and you're not going to buy Please the little plug-in repeaters and you're not going to be happy. Not a good experience. Yeah. yeah. And so... Um, the you, network, the speakers, the TVs. Right. It's like all, all of the... Things that need some fine tuning that you definitely don't want to do yourself. Sure. Yeah. And the things that are really tedious to do, mm-hmm. like those are great to bring mm-hmm. somebody in to do, yeah. right? Because that person, uh, like people will watch me enter a password into an Apple TV. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many compliments I've gotten. Because <laughs> you're so like, rapidly fast. They can't imagine. Like they're like, <laughs> you just type that in faster than I could even look it up on my phone. Yes. Because like I've done it 10 million times. So for me, putting in a password mm-hmm. in an Apple TV isn't a big deal. Yeah. But for like, if if I, if the other person has the remote, if like our client has the remote and oh. they start to put it in themselves, like. You might as well just go build a new house. Really? Like, like I don't, I don't mind waiting, right. but I, I, I can always feel like that tension. They're like, they start to get anxious. And, and then they like, mess up. They oh, have to backspace ooh, out oh, of the whole thing. Oh no, that wasn't even my password. Uh, you know, kind of a thing. And I'm just like, yeah, do you want me to, pu- I'll punch it in real quick. I've, I've done this a bunch and then I'm like, yeah. and then it's just in there like, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> so like. It's really a time saver to have yeah. a pro installer at this point. Sure. But on, like, on the flip side of the pro installer thing, you don't want to have to call them if you want a little change made. 
Yeah. I mean, I think that's the, been the, the biggest difference this year is, is clients feeling like I'm being held hostage with this very complicated control system versus mm-hmm. our clients feeling more like we're able to hold their hand through helping with the big items. Mm-hmm. And then they're able to do some things on their own that gives them more more ability to control the features sure. themselves. Like, let's say that once the foundation's in, mm-hmm. if you're like, you know what? I want to add another room's worth of Philips Hue bulbs. Yes. Have at it. Go for it. Put it in. You Add it to totally your lighting scenes. Yeah. Have Alexa turn it on and off for you. Like it will be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Do it. But let's yes. say that you don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Call the call your, your call professional. Your yeah, call yeah. your pro. He'll come in, he'll put it in. He'll be like, hey, this is that. What do you mean to name it? Okay, you're done and you're good to go. Yeah. Um, you want to add garage doors to your system. Mm-hmm. You get a new home kit, anything you want, you know, yeah. sprinkler thing, water control, outdoor it light. It all ties in now. And just point your camera at it, it'll add it, add it to your scenes and be mm-hmm. happy. Yeah, I really love that there are those options out there because I think it has lessened the gap between those who do not have automation versus those who have a pro installer. Mm -hmm. Now I feel like people are capable and are willing to give it a try. And I I think it's better for our industry. Sure. So like three years ago, I remember thinking to myself, if you gave me a decent budget, I could make a really neat house Mm -hmm. out of just Alexa stuff. Mm-hmm. I could make it, I could make some really neat things happen. Mm-hmm. It would have been hard. To, and they're selling your information. Well, sure, sure. I mean, take all of the privacy stuff out of it. Like, let's say you just want your smart home to work. Yeah. Right. I thought that I could pull this off. Like mm-hmm. I could make a, I could make a smart home that a person would really love to be in. Mm-hmm. That was a little early. Yeah. Like, Which we always are. I mean, we're sure. in the tech industry, so we're always going to be early. Right. Um. But like now, yeah. You can legitimately put in a full home kit system mm-hmm. using AirPlay 2 and Apple TVs mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And it is nice. Yeah, it's, it's a nice. nice system. Like I would say from the user experience side and everything, it is on par mm-hmm. or better than all of like the really big fancy automation systems mm-hmm. that you can put in. Yeah. Like because it's just you're turning your lights on and off. Yeah. You're watching TV. Mm-hmm. You're controlling your security system. Mm-hmm. You're looking at your cameras. I mean, like it does so much of the same stuff. Yeah. Only like with one of the control platforms that we do, if you want to remotely access your system, you have to have a subscription mm-hmm. to a service. And with with the HomeKit, you don't. Yeah. With HomeKit, it's just it's all built in. Mm-hmm. It's like everything. And if you want to share that access with somebody mm-hmm. with HomeKit, it's built in. It's very easy. You send yeah. the little email thing, and it, they accept the invitation. And then it's done with a lot of these other platforms. You have to log into a website. You have to create a user. You have to give that yeah. user privileges and then it'll send them an email and then they can do all this. It's time consuming. It is mm-hmm. such a hassle mm-hmm. that I have literally never one time tried Mm-mm. to explain it to one of our clients. No way. No, who, who's no. going to do that? It would, it, it would end up being very frustrating and I mm-hmm. don't know that they would get to the finish line. I, I would say the odds of them actually getting it mm-hmm. done without me coming over and doing it mm-hmm. are very slim. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that. I think that, I think there is a very real place for pro installers like us. And I also think that there's a very real place for some do it yourself products that you can enjoy in your home. Mm-hmm. And what I love about that combination of the two is that the client then has a more healthy understanding of what the pro installer is really providing. Sure. And I think that is peace of mind, trust, and long-term service. Sure. Another great thing that I, I feel like that the, the pro has to offer 
is their experience with what stuff to use. Mm-hmm. Validating which products are the best. Yeah. Yeah, the best choice. It's like a lot of times I get asked questions like, what's the best streaming TV option? Mm-hmm. Should I be using this or should I be using that? Um, it's like <laughs> one of our, uh, one of the, one of our subs that we mm-hmm. deal with the other day, he was asking me and there isn't an answer on which one is the best one. It's which one's the right one for you. And for right now. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I go through it. I'm like, well, how do you watch TV? Mm-hmm. Well, we do this and this. I'm like, mm-hmm. any live sports? And he's like, well, very little uh, and very little news, but really mm-hmm. we like this and we need kids programming and we need yeah. this and that. And I'm like, oh, well, if you're doing that, then probably if you're if you're looking to save money, you're going to want to do this and this mm-hmm. and this. I and mean, of course, Disney's new service and then blah, blah, blah. Very individualized, very dependent on how you use mm-hmm. your cable channels. Yeah, I have been playing with every streaming cable mm-hmm. option. And the more that I look at them and the more that I look at my situation, I'm just going to start buying shows on iTunes. Oh, really? I'm going to save. You're going to make the move. A ton of money. Yeah. By just buying the dozen shows that I watch mm-hmm. on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And then it's all going to be inside of the Apple TV app. Which is beautiful. Which is really nice to yeah. use. And that's going to push across to all my devices. Like it is going to be so easy mm-hmm. and just, and I will be able to just uh, pick up the steering wheel and say, Hey, start playing the blah, 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 whatever. And it's just so going to play it. Yeah. Like it's not going to be, cause like right now, if it's like, Oh, how well does Siri integrate with YouTube TV? Mm-hmm. How well does mm-hmm. it do this? And how blah, blah, blah. Like they're still working on all that. Yeah. But if, as long as I super stay inside of Apple's little ecosystem, mm-hmm. it's so seamless. It's going to be like, and like, cause I were to do that with a couple of shows that I can't find places mm-hmm. and it works amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, why don't I just do that for all of my shows? Mm-hmm. And I figured up I'm going to spend about half. Wow. Yeah. Half. That's amazing. Half as much. Wow. And uh, I'm going to own those shows. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You say can I watch can, them whenever you want. Yeah. Like if you have YouTube TV and you cancel your subscription, mm-hmm. guess what? You don't get to watch anything anymore. Yeah. On these, like you pay one time and then it's just in your and library you forever. Hmm. Um, I've noticed my change has been, um, so JD and I, we just use Netflix primarily, mm-hmm. Netflix and iTunes. And I really thought um, not having a YouTube TV subscription that I would miss um, mostly the Food Network. Sure. That's really what I thought I would miss. But what I have found is that not having it, I just find different ways around it. So right. like like you said, just finding it on iTunes. I was mm-hmm. able to find my Food Network show on iTunes, and that fits the bill just fine. And really what happens is you find other things to watch on other platforms. Sure. And and I am, though, very excited to see Apple come out with their channels yeah. in the fall. I think that'll be the best case scenario. Yeah, that, that one's going to be pretty great. Yeah. And even if it ends up being an a la carte thing where mm-hmm. you're like, you're going to have a subscription to this channel, this channel, and this channel, mm-hmm. um, that'll be great, too. I'm okay with that. Yeah, however, however it shakes out. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'll be great. What a huge change for this year. It's yeah. a really big deal. Big time. Oh. So on HomeKit... Um, and this is the thing that I think that we've maybe experienced uh, more than anything else is the stability. Yeah. Like, I mean, the service service workload that we had we've had prior to moving to HomeKit versus post moving to HomeKit mm-hmm. is is um, pretty dramatic. Yeah. Like we had a big storm last night mm-hmm. uh, from our HomeKit jobs. Mm-hmm. We got zero calls. Zero calls. And from our other platforms, control for, and uh-huh. whatever else like that accounted for. All the calls. All of the calls. Yeah. And so, <laughs> um, yeah. The stability is um, just a dramatic change. Sure. And really, isn't that the dream of every person who has had a smart home? 
Yeah. Like, they don't you don't want to call and have to have things reset. I mean, the nice thing is, is is that we offer the luxury of being able to reset things from our office, so it's not that big of a deal. But now what's getting what's happening is we're judging the service workload old control platform mm -hmm. versus new control platform and it's it is pretty substantial difference. Yeah. Like I don't want to overstate it, but it's crazy. Yeah. And like how little service we have. And client satisfaction is way up too because the, the system is much more simple and mm -hmm. easy to use. And um, I think that's just a win-win. Client satisfaction and less service, that's the best. I feel like another one of our overarching themes this year was about streaming media. Oh, what a luxury. Yeah. I'm so happy that came along this year. It's oh, been great. It has been it has just been fantastic. Oh, not having Cox Cable issues constantly is so yeah. nice. Our clients are loving it. Really? Even even folks I weren't sure if they were going to take to it. Yeah. Love it. It's so much better than dealing with a cable service. Terrible customer service. Yeah. Is really what it comes down to. Really. At uh, the end of the day, it's about the customer and the service. Constant resets. Yeah. And like it's it's like more affordable mm -hmm. across the board. Yeah. So people yeah. love that. Um, they, I think people like the fact that if they don't like this one service, mm -hmm. just push to the other one. Yeah. Or just push to another just one. Just try it out. Try You're something new. You're not tied new. to anything. Mm -mm. No have, contracts. Yeah. Have them all. It will be less than your cable bill was. Yeah. Like, yes. yes. <laughs> and then just decide which one you like the best, see which one you gravitate toward the most. Like, Great. It, it has just been, it's been really fantastic. And mm -hmm. the features that are built in, we always talk about YouTube TV, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the unlimited DVR thing and all that kind of stuff. Lovely. It's just, it just really works great. And, yeah. and, and the fact that you can take it with you so easily, like mm -hmm. wherever you go, like there's just so many things yeah. about this fantastic. And then, and this has been coming like for a super, super long time, like obviously the streaming music, mm -hmm. um, people have been doing Spotify or Pandora mm -hmm. or whatever you mm -hmm. like for so long. Um, but Apple music it's has a beautiful thing. like, and it just seems like it gets better all the time. Like, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Every time you turn around, it's like, Oh, it's like used to whenever I would start like Oh, uh, serious start, uh, blah, blah, radio station. Mm -hmm. It's like everything is like, a, it's like Siri's just feeling me. Yeah. Like she yeah. just knows. Like she just gets it. She gets me where I'm at and mm -hmm. she just like playing music. And yes. like the other day she started some song that I really didn't care for. I'm like, Siri, mm -hmm. never play this song again. And she's like, okay, I'll remember to never play <gasps> that song again. I'm like, oh, nice. yeah. I love her. Um, like Apple Music is is really great, mm -hmm. and then you've got your other services that you can get through Apple, like mm -hmm. like the news yes. thing, where you that's been a delight. Yeah, you get yeah. all of your articles, and it's going out there, and it's finding the stuff that's really important to you. You can really start to curate mm -hmm. just the things you're interested in when it comes to the news. Sure, you're not blasted with all the negativity. It's mm -hmm. just the things that you care about. Yeah. That is just a really nice feature. Yeah. Super neat. And then this fall, they're coming out with their arcade, mm -hmm. um, which of course we're all waiting Excited. to see like how much is it going to be? What's really, how's it going to work and all that kind of stuff. Um, if it's on par with the rest of their stuff, it's probably going to be $10. You know, it's going to be great. 15 for, you know, a family, yeah. that kind of a thing. And you can just get to play, all the games. That's mm -hmm. what everybody's doing. Like there's so, so much game playing yeah. happening. Mm -hmm. So that um, just the whole getting all of your entertainment mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff and including you know, books, all that kind of stuff, like mm -hmm. everything just streaming. Wrapped up with a bow on top and from just Apple. So easy to yeah. find new things, mm -hmm. like yeah. things that you like never would have come across before. 
Yeah. Um, like New content. I, I just found uh, another podcast and it's funny. I, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head because I just found it yesterday. Um, and I never would have found it hmm. if it hadn't been recommended to me. Oh, nice. Um, and so there's probably one more I'm going to get into. Like I need another one. Shocking. Yeah. Uh, um, I went for a run yesterday mm -hmm. and I only listened to podcasts mm -hmm. during my run, which I'm normally a music person. Sure. Such a different run. Mm. It was really interesting. I ran longer and at a better pace listening to a podcast than I did music. That is very interesting. Isn't that shocking? Yeah. I don't know. Something to uh -huh. it. I'm going to try it out again this weekend. Right. Weird. Yeah. What'd you listen to? What podcast? I listened. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I listened to I Bet Your Garden. Fantastic one. And I listened to Goop. And then I listened, Goop is Gwyneth Paltrow's ah. podcast. And then the last one I listened to is um, How I Built It with mm -hmm. Guy Raz within, through NPR. Right. They talk about companies that have, you know, they have CEOs on, on there and they talk about how they built their company. That's so thing. great. Yeah. Super interesting stuff. Super interesting stuff. It takes your mind off of running. Mm. I was out by the river. It was lovely. That sounds nice. Yeah. That's a fun time. It was a nice evening spent. So, Jen. <laughs> that was a tangent. Well, you know what? We're do a tangent here or there. Yeah. It's our final episode. We stay pretty on... on uh, we really do. On point. Yeah. Here. So, what are we going to talk about next, Jen? Oh, man. What we're going to talk about next? Mm -hmm. Well, next season, season three, mm -hmm. it's our preview. Yeah. Here's what's coming up. I thought it would be fun. We've got some plans, some things that we've had in the works mm -hmm. for a while. And, uh, you know, season one, we were kind of getting our feet under us, figuring yeah. out how this was going to work and everything. Season two, I feel like we were kind of laser focused on the things we wanted yes. to talk about. Season three, mm -hmm. I really, I say I, we, mm -hmm. this is us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have landed on, we want to talk to people. Like real people. Yeah, we're going to have guests. In like about their smart home mm -hmm. experience and the way that it's yeah. all gone. I, I feel like if you really want to get a feel for where things are at, mm -hmm. you just talk to the folks who are using it. Because here's the thing. We can talk about home automation and tech until we're blue in the face because mm -hmm. this is what we love to do. Sure. However, I think having our clients and builders and our industry leaders, I think that they're going to have a different perspective mm -hmm. and offer um, a little more information in a different way. Sure. Like I could be labeled as a fanboy when it, cause it comes to this kind of stuff, mm -hmm. having somebody on who's like, they live with it yeah. all the time. You're like, Oh yeah, well, you know what? This is, this is the way it's gone for us. Like, yeah. And just kind of getting that whole experience. Like, I just think it's yes. going to add just a really neat dynamic. Mm -hmm. Um, so excited about it. To everything. We have talked to our, a bunch of our vendors and people mm -hmm. that we know who are into the industry who are just like top of their game. They know what they're doing yeah. um, about being on the show. Mm -hmm. And we've got an interest in it. So I think we're going to go ahead. We're going to we're going to tap a few of those people. Yeah. Uh, have them on. And that'll be super fun. It's going to be so do fun. A, a Q and a mm -hmm. um, because we've only had like one or two guests yeah. ever and I think it was on JD. the show. <laughs> JD, and then of course, uh, season one on gaming, we yes, had talk, talk uh, to John Goen. John Goen, and yes. he did a fabulous job on that. But there's just there's a lot there's a lot more perspectives out there. Definitely, that we could bring some of those in. I love that idea. Yeah, and the thing that I'm probably the most excited about um, is going to be I want to do a few recordings on location. We need to. We yeah. do a recording at one of our vacation homes mm -hmm. that we're working on. Um, I'm thinking uh, maybe our trade shows yes. that we go to kind CDF. of pop in, talk yeah. to some folks. 
yeah. uh, doing those things. Maybe have a little video to accompany like that. that. I think that would mm-hmm. be fun. Um, and then just other places, like maybe we uh, tour a factory mm-hmm. of one of the our vendors or you know, just something. We go to uh, yeah. a, a big showroom or, or some kind of an experience mm-hmm. center of some kind and like just that idea. talk to folks. And so I think next season, season mm-hmm. three, is going to be a nonstop adrenaline field thrill ride, wow. if I was to sum it up in one sentence. You do love yourself a roller coaster. Jen, I do. That is a true statement. Um, <laughs> I do. So I do want to thank everybody who's mm-hmm. listened through season two here. Yes. Um, we've we've really enjoyed bringing you along mm-hmm. on the ride. And we don't really have credits here right. on Onyx Test Bench. Like every episode, every every podcast in the world has credits where at the end they kind of read through. We want to thank this person. We right. want to thank that person. We want to thank our all producer these other people. and our director. Yeah. And, uh, and probably because sound engineer. Yeah. All, almost all of those hats are worn by me and I don't want to <laughs> thank me. I'd like to thank Christian for editing this. And I'd like to thank Christian for the music. And I'd like to thank, thank Christian Jen for, for all her sarcasm and, and uh, Jen, responses. Yeah. Jen does a great job. Um, <laughs> I, I am, I'm truly grateful for other people yes. who have been involved. Our listeners. Uh, it's been so great. And it's just been, it's been a really, really great experience. We're excited about season three. Yeah. Season three is going to be fantastic. Yeah. Follow us on social media at Onyx Theaters for any updates on upcoming previews of season three. You know what, Jen? That's a great idea. Because if there's going to be a place that you're going to kind of have a heads up on what's happening with Onyx Test Bench. Our busy little Instagram account. It's going to be on social media. Check out that Instagram. And if you want to check in with us. Reach out anytime. Yeah, really. Just put something on there. Like Mm -hmm. It's it's not going to hurt anything. No, not at all. Um, So anyway, that'll be fun. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. To stay connected with Onyx, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. To be a part of the conversation, join our Facebook group, Onyx Podcast Community. 